So this is currently happening to me. It's been going on for close to three weeks now. I decided to make a profile on Plenty of Fish because I've been single for eight months now and I have friends who have had success on there before. So I decided, why not? About a month later, I got a message from a very attractive girl and we actually got along pretty well. We talked for a few weeks until we decided to exchange our kicks. That's where everything took a turn for the worse. Within only four messages, she revealed to me that her pictures were fake and proceeded to send me a new one saying, This is me. I swear I'm not fake. I promise. The picture was of a girl I knew looked too good to be true. So being a huge fan of the show Catfish, I decided to reverse image search the image. Sure enough, I found the real girl. I told her about what I found, so she did it again. Sent a new picture, reversed them and searched it. Same thing, not her. At this point, I got fed up and told her to never talk to me again. She became extremely angry. She started calling me every name in the book, telling me she's a stripper and would pleasure me anytime I wanted and that I lost out. I started getting messages from a new account on both Plenty of Fish and Kick, all claiming to be her friend or someone who works with her. They all talked the same way she did, and I knew deep down they were all her. The friends started sending me messages threatening me, saying, I know where you live, her dad will beat the shit out of you. And the one that made my heart drop was, I know you live on Pine Ridge. That's my neighborhood. It went on every single day. I would get up to 30 kicks a day from her, never replying. I got sick of it, so I made my Instagram private, deleted Facebook, took down my profile, and made a new kick. About five days went by, and the worst thing happened four days ago. I got a new message on my new kick. It was a picture from a username called Killer2 coming for you. When I opened it, I almost pissed myself. It was my house. From across the street, I could see the window to my room with the light on. I called the cops, and long story short, they told me they can't do anything because she hasn't physically harmed me yet. Thanks, police. I've been sleeping with a knife under my pillow ever since. Thank God she hasn't done anything yet, but today... Just a few hours ago, I got a new message on my kick from a friend of hers. I know it's her, but she just flipped, swearing hardcore, fuck you, fuck your dad, fuck your mom, you're a fucking loser. Me being curious, I decide to sign into my old kick, and sure enough, 10 new messages. They were all saying how she loved me, but now she's pregnant and has a boyfriend that she still loves me and wants to raise the baby boy with me. Sure enough, she sent a new picture of a pregnant girl with the caption at the bottom, proof that I'm pregnant. I definitely saved it and just reverse image searched it. Sure enough, there's thousands of sites with that picture. Every day I'm living in fear, waiting for a new message. I'm going to make a new kick tonight, but she seems to find them easily. I'll keep you guys updated on this. I took a screenshot of the new kick messages she sent me, 
so I can definitely verify. I'm sorry this is so long and thank you for sticking with me. Please wish me luck. Update. The day after I posted this, I definitely deleted my kick and every other social media but my Facebook. Because that's the only way most of my family can get a hold of me. Though I thought I did my best to make sure everything I wrote or liked or posted was private. Today, I got a new message request in my inbox from a person I won't identify since it's still an investigation. It said, My sister loved you and you broke her heart and we will come kill you. This was this morning and I have called the cops since. They're finally starting to take me a bit more seriously as they have at least a name and a message now and said they will do their best. So, let's hope. First off, I'd like to say I'm telling this story from a girl's perspective and I was 18 at the time it happened. I was in my second year of community college when this whole thing started and was enjoying a little bit of new freedom for my parents who were strict homeschooling evangelicals. I had just gotten out of a relationship and was looking to meet someone new, but wasn't too thrilled with the immature and rowdy guys I mostly came in contact with at school. I wanted someone a bit more mature. I had heard about online dating and decided to give it a try. I was young and naive and while I understood the dangers of talking to people online, I didn't think anything bad would happen to me. So I made an account on Plenty of Fish. It was a free dating site and there were millions of users on it. So I figured I might find someone that way. One of the first people to message me was a man who I'll call Dave. He was 10 years older than me, but he looked cute in his photo. He seemed nice and sincere from the messages he sent me, so I decided I would talk to him. He said he was an EMT and had his own house. He seemed like he had his life together, which I liked. We seemed to get along well, and we talked via the site's instant messenger for a few days. Then we moved to texting. I was becoming curious if he had any more pictures of himself, as he only had one photo online. So I asked him, and he sent me a picture without his face of what he said was his abs, but wouldn't send any more of his face. This should have been a red flag, but being 18 and having come from a somewhat sheltered homeschool family, I didn't think anything of it. A few weeks passed of casual chatting, and he started becoming more and more insistent on meeting me. I told my mom about it, and she said I couldn't go unless her and dad came along to meet him for the first time to make sure he was okay. Because you never know about people these days. I was super annoyed and embarrassed that I would have to drag my parents along on a date. But I obliged, and Dave agreed to meet us at a local Italian restaurant for dinner. When the next day came, we were going to meet him. We arrived at the restaurant and got a table. I had gotten a text from Dave saying he was on his way. So we just ordered drinks and waited for him to arrive before ordering our meals. Time ticked on and on and on. I told my parents that if I didn't like him, I would order a salad and that would be the cue to get out of there as soon as possible. 
Finally, after over an hour of waiting, he showed up. My heart sank. I barely recognized him from the photo he had online. He was at least 100 pounds heavier, and his face looked a bit more weathered. It was obvious that he had been deceptive about his looks, as he definitely did not have a six-pack, nor was he good-looking. He greeted us, sweaty and flustered because he was so late, but gave my dad a strong handshake and was very friendly to my parents, which they liked. Needless to say, however, I ordered a salad when the waiter came back. My parents basically paid no mind to my cue to speed up dinner because they actually enjoyed talking to him. The night was going okay, but I really wanted to get out of there as soon as we could. After three really awkward hours, we said goodnight to him and went home. I immediately texted him afterwards and told him that while I liked him as a person, I wasn't interested in a relationship with him. He seemed sad and really wanted a chance, so he suggested that we remain friends and hang out sometimes. Reluctantly, I agreed, and my parents let me go out with him because, hell, he seemed okay. So, we started meeting different places. We would go to the mall, the movies, things like that. Then he started meeting me at my school to hang out with me during my downtime. However, I started to feel kind of weird about it. Wasn't he supposed to be an EMT? When did he have time to work? It made me feel uneasy that he was coming to see me nearly every day. I mentioned the situation to my mom. It raised a red flag to her, and she advised I stop hanging out with him. I informed him I didn't want to be friends anymore, as I felt I was leading him on, and I wasn't interested. He seemed okay over the phone, and I thought it would end there. Wrong. He started texting me and calling me nonstop. He would leave about 20 to 30 text messages a day, begging me to hang out with him again. He would call and call, seeming to get more angry in each voicemail he left me. When I ignored those, he would send me emails or message me on Plenty of Fish. I told him to leave me alone, just in case ignoring him wasn't enough of a hint. He wouldn't. He was beginning to scare me. He told me how he had friends in the police department and that he knew where I lived. He threatened to come to my school or come to the house and claimed he knew where I was at all times. I was terrified of this. I would sometimes see a strange black car driving slowly by and I would hide and keep the blinds shut when I was home alone. To this day, I'm not sure if it was him or if it was a coincidence. I began to drive my mom's car to school as he knew what my car looked like. My mom had kept her car in the garage all the time, so there was no way he knew that car. I also began to park in a different area at school, so it was less likely he would find me and follow me home. I eventually got a new number, so the text messages and calls stopped. That didn't stop him from emailing me and instant messaging me from new accounts he made, even though I had blocked the old ones. I basically had to watch my back and live in fear of this man for about six months. It finally stopped after that. About a year or so after all this transpired, I googled him. 
I thought, if he's this creepy, I wonder if he has a record. Well, it turns out, he had been arrested and charged with child pornography recently and had been thrown in jail for violating his probation by trying to get a job working with children at an amusement park. I read some comments on some of the articles about how he stalked and threatened other women too. Turns out he was never an EMT by the way. I am so glad he is behind bars where he belongs. So, perverted scum of the earth, child porn dick stalker, let's not meet ever, ever again. This story happened about a year ago, a couple weeks after I broke up with my boyfriend of two years. I was on the receiving end of the breakup and was a complete mess. I was in college and living at home for the summer in a very small town during the course of these events. A friend was consoling me and created my very first online dating profile for me because gay men can sometimes think that more sex is the solution to everything. His intentions were good and I have to admit that some of the men contacting me were very attractive. I didn't really know how to use the website very well so I started to text a couple of guys I met. This is where Robert comes into play. On the surface, Rob was a 6'3", gorgeous man who competed in bodybuilding competitions. Unfortunately, his face looked something like an axe murderer. His teeth were fucked. He wore glasses with those really thin metallic frames, and his hair looked like his mom still cut it. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, and he seemed like a really nice guy. That first night that we texted, we probably stayed up until 2am talking about our lives. I heard a few things which aren't really red flags but are usually turnoffs and what I look for in a date. For a guy in his late 20s, Rob didn't have much of a career. He was a high school track assistant coach and I wasn't really sure if he got paid for his job. Anyway, I tried to be open minded. The next day he wished me good morning and said we should go on a date that day. I told him in detail how I was just broken up with and didn't really want to meet a guy for dinner and cry from appetizer to dessert. He understood and agreed and then asked me out three hours later. This creeped me out and I stopped talking to him. What made this stranger was the fact that it was every day at a few specific times. 10.17 a.m. and 9.17 p.m every day sometimes he would call three times in a row but always starting at 10 17 a.m obviously i never picked up the phone considering i texted rob for less than a 12-hour period this began to frighten me i mentioned the story as a joke to another one of my friends who was a police officer but he took it more seriously than i expected he told me that i should delete my profile which I hadn't thought to do, and to be very careful. I deleted the profile right in front of him. 30 seconds later, I got a text in all caps saying, Why did you delete your profile? I was startled. I can't say for sure, but it looked like he was continuously watching my now abandoned profile on the website throughout the day. Getting more uneasy, my morning phone calls began to seriously worry me. Luckily, a week or so had passed, he seemed to finally be getting the message. 
I really wish that previous statement was correct. One morning, my mom walked in with the day's mail. She handed me a large manila envelope with a handwritten address that appeared to be scribbled by a child. I thought it was a piece of artwork from one of the several children I babysit, and so I opened it happily. I've never been more wrong in my life. Out of the envelope came a two-page long typed letter, a complete chat log of our conversation on the website, a complete text log of our conversations over the phone, and a full copy of my profile photo taken from the website. I should also mention I have absolutely no idea how he obtained my address. I also don't even know how you can make a text log without typing up the entire conversation itself. And he must have copied my photo from that website long before that. Fucking weird. I immediately began sobbing at the 20 pages of horror that fell out of that envelope. I will also admit that to this day, I've never read the typed letter. All I know is that it ended with a huge, creepy, smiley face. My mom saw that I was crying, and I told her that I was being stalked. She asked me, Who is doing this? And I gave her Rob's full name. What happened next completely sent me over the edge. My mom began crying too, and told me that Rob had been emailing her, pretending to want to donate to her charity. My mom began to freak out as well when he began to ask about her children and she stopped the email conversation. Now, both of us crying, I called the local police department and told them that I was being stalked and somehow the man had found my address and was also contacting my family members. A policeman was sent to our house and he went through all of our documents and told us that although he had clearly become angry. He wasn't threatening violence and there was nothing the police could do. He stayed until we both calmed down and we talked a few scenarios out. When we were walking the police officer to his patrol car, an unfamiliar car was parked across the street. It was Rob. After being such an emotional wreck from the day, for some reason I didn't get too spooked in that moment. The police officer didn't realize who he was but... Once Rob saw me standing with a cop, he probably got nervous and I never heard from him again.